This is Banks and Commentary. I'm your host, Candace Banks, and welcome to the show. And welcome to the season finale, y'all. We've made it through two seasons. All right, so today we're going to be hearing from Mr. Larry Whitaker. Now, Larry is the owner of the brand Starve Your Ego, Feed the Soul. He is also the co-owner of the Mind Your Biz pop-up shop. Larry offers a unique perspective on starting a purpose-driven brand and also building black businesses. This is a good one, y'all. So let's go ahead and get into the episode. I will say to allow yourself to grow and to transition and change your brand um, and your your business. Hey, Larry, how's it going? Everything is well. Everything is well. What about you, Candice? I am doing good. I'm doing good. So happy to talk to you. So happy to see you. I wish I could be in person, you know, give you a big hug. I know, right? Cousin Candace. That's going to be your name for the, for the video, Cousin Candace. Not Cousin Candace. <laughs> yeah, so you've been doing such great things. You recently came back to the States. We'll talk a little bit about how you were over in Kuwait. You were, you're just doing so much. You have your brand, uh, Starve the Ego, Feed the Soul, your other business, Mind your business, pop-up shop. So we're going to get into all of that today. Perfect. Perfect. Nice. And I'm and I am. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you for having me. And I'm definitely happy to share. Awesome. Awesome. So I think that people are really curious about just understanding where your journey with entrepreneurship began. You're doing so many things. You have so many businesses. So where did that seed first get planted? That seed first got planted. Um, I could take it back to uh, Norfolk State. Mm-hmm. I was at Norfolk State University in 2017. And um, this is when I started Starve the Ego, Feed the Soul, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was in my bachelor's program, you know, mm-hmm. uh, social work, getting my bachelor's in social work, and I was about to graduate. If you're a student, you know, you know about the refund checks. <laughs> so I thought, you know, this is my last refund check that I'm going to be getting. So I have to make something, uh, I have to invest it in something that I know I would see and be able to use, not just, you know, food or a trip or something. So I thought, you know, what could I invest this refund check in that I could see and I could use to, you know, continually make me money? And my sister ended up having, she ended up buying the heat press. Mm-hmm. She ended up buying the heat press. And at the same time, I had the idea of starting this brand. And then there was a vinyl store that opened up like five minutes down the street. Mm-hmm. And so it just seemed like the perfect recipe to mm-hmm. create something. And so while I was working on, while I was doing my, um, while I was in my program, I was also working on my brand and that's when the entrepreneurship came in. So I was employed as a graduate assistant um, at Norfolk State University. You know, I, I, walked, I worked on campus, but on the side, um, I was inspirational speaking and mm-hmm. writing books. And when I posted on Instagram, it was more than just, you know, just a caption. Like I was really dropping inspiration, you know, doing videos on Instagram. So I tied all of that to starve the ego, feed the soul. And so the entrepreneurship came and just, 
selling the t-shirts, you know? So selling the t-shirts to get the message out. Um, and that's, so that's where that part started, the, the uh, start of the ego feed the soul. And then you said, we'll talk about the pop-up shop, but that, that, that was the beginning, you know? Wanting, wanting, it all started with wanting to, having a passion, I had a passion, and then I also wanted a plan um, to couple with that passion because I knew I was coming into uh, a nice a nice amount of money, uh, uh, like a one-time amount. And I was like, okay, what can I do with this one-time amount? Yes. <laughs> that's what I did. So I still have my heat press that I bought with my refund check you know, <laughs> three years ago, or how many years ago it was. Yeah. That's yep. awesome. Because when you talk about, you know, I know like a lot of people, you know, take trips, whatever, but invest in something that I feel like the divine for commercial, like invest in something that's going to help your future. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that <laughs> is, on but, the couch. <laughs> but that's so true though, but invest in something that you can see the fruition of it, you know, years from now and not just have the memories the memories can be made at a later time and we'll talk about that but sometimes yeah. you got to do what you got to do in the moment you know exactly so that's good so what does start the ego feed the soul mean so start the ego feed the soul the way that you know everybody has different um definitions for it because you know psychology the ego and the soul are you know two different things um, in comparison to what you may uh, consider like the holistic way of thinking or the spiritual way of thinking. So the psychological versus the spiritual. But um, the, the reason why I created the, like starve, it, starve your ego, feed your soul, like that has existed. You know, um, there's actually a song created after that. But I created the lifestyle apparel um, brand because the way that I explain it uh, is, you know, I grew up or not, you know, I would say I, I, I was on campus and growing up, you know, as a young man on campus for those six years that I was there, um, I saw how people were choosing majors because their parents wanted them to work in a certain field or their friends wanted them, them to work on a certain field or they wore certain things, talked a certain way, went certain places, hung with different people even down to the music. Um, a lot of people were just doing things that didn't um, feed their soul. It didn't mm -hmm. add to them. They just did it because it was hot at the time or to keep up with the Joneses, as, as, as you would say. Uh, so I created that to, as a message to say, you know what, it's okay to um, do what you have been called to do. Mm -hmm. um, because that's something that I had to deal with, you know, because you think that, you know, I'm my, my dad, my dad once told me, my dad once told me, he said, you know, I want you to go into the military. He wanted me to go into the military because he said if he could do it at all, do it all over again, he would have went to the military and retired and been good. But he was like, son, whatever you want to do, I respect you for it. You know, I'm gonna love you anyway, um, because that you, you have a different destiny. You have a different calling. And so that's kind of like how I carry um start the ego feed the soul you know don't like you banks and commentary banks and commentary your soul's desire your plan your destiny is different than the next podcast or the next um um commentary or, or, or whatever you may call it 
but you're not copying exactly what everybody else is doing. You know, mm-hmm. that's ego. That's the ego. So mm-hmm. Ego is like, okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to hop on that because that's the that's what everybody's doing right now. But feeding mm-hmm. the soul is, okay, I understand everybody's doing that. Let me take it and make it my own and ask myself, is this really what God has called me to do? Mm-hmm. Or is it what I just see as flashy right now? Mm-hmm. And is, am I just listening to everybody else instead of, you know, my spirit? So yeah, that's what starting the ego feed the soul means. It, it, in in essence, in all things, cherish your heart. That's what's on the bag. That's what's on the website. I should have said that first, but in all things, cherish your heart because we give our heart to so mm-hmm. many things: to girlfriends, boyfriends, um, cars, clothes, trips. Like we said, memories. We give our hearts to so many things, um, and we never truly uh understand who we are because we've mm. given our ourselves away so you know self-care you know some the ego feed the soul is about self-care and the reason why i'm saying all these things is because when i wear the shirt and people say oh i like that shirt i ask them what do you like about it <laughs> or what does it mean to you and they don't expect that and so they have to be like hmm Give me a give me a moment. And so I was on the elevator one time, and I knew the guy was trapped. <laughs> he, was trapped. <laughs> he said, "I like that shirt." And I said, "Yeah, what does it mean?" And the elevator doors closed. And then he mm-hmm. thought, and in my head, I'm like, <laughs> but he says, uh, he says to me, man, it means self care. It means to take care of yourself. That's what feed mm-hmm. the soul means, like to really slow your life down and mm-hmm. take care of yourself. And I said, exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I told him to follow me on Instagram and whatnot, but then the the elevator doors opened up. But (laughs) so to him, that it was about self-care. To somebody else, it may, they may focus more so on the starving the ego, which Mm -hmm. is, you know, denying um, that desire to be accepted by society, Mm kind of like a rebel, but in a good way, you know? So again, starve the ego, feed the soul. That's that's the, the meaning that I have for it. That's awesome. And and it can mean a lot of things as you talked about. And that's yep. good that it's like your your brand, your apparel and what you're doing, it's it's like a movement of of sorts, you know, and it's bringing people, it's making them think, you know, it's making exactly. people think. So that's that exactly. is dope. That's exactly what I want. And I and I love how it um it stretches the uh, it stretches audiences. Mm-hmm. You know, because um, it, it, it goes beyond race lines. That's what I like about it the most. It goes beyond race lines because the soul is, everybody Everybody has a soul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody has a soul. I'm laughing because I can't really say that everybody has soul, but everybody uh-huh. has a soul. <laughs> yes. I don't know. But um, everybody has, has a soul and, and has a destiny and a, a path that is to be followed by only them, you mm-hmm. know, and shouldn't be, they shouldn't be swayed by everybody else. So I have like college students, um, mm-hmm. it is a, uh, uh, an audience of mine. And then you have a lot of people that are, like I said, holistic spiritualists. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have those that are into yoga, you know, the yoga, <laughs> the Man, those that are into yoga are the ones that I think really <laughs> understand starting the ego feed the soul because it's just, yes. you know, it's flowing. It's flowing. Yeah. 
That's good. I like that. I like that a lot. And speaking of kind of going against the grain and not really doing what everyone else is doing, one of the posts mm-hmm. that you had on Instagram, you talked about like you you hand make everything. And you had this one mm-hmm. post where you like vibing, you know, you had the little, the, little uh, <laughs> the music going or whatever, and you make all right. of the shirts, you make all of the apparel. And you talked about, you know, it's so much easier for me to outsource or to drop ship things, but I want to, you know, hand make this. It's a process. This is a different brand that I'm building. Can you talk a little bit mm-hmm. about what makes Starve the Eagle Feed the Soul different from other uh, brands and kind of the time that you take to put into everything? Sure. So, Starve the, so yeah, the vibing thing, that's what I love to do, <laughs> you know, on, um, especially on the weekends, you know, everybody is probably out or if you can't go out there, just you know, probably watching a movie. I am in here playing the music, mm-hmm. probably sipping on, you know, some water, orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> you Baby. used to say water. I like red wine, but that's just me. <laughs> no, no. Okay, you right now. For real. For real, man. <laughs> but, you know, I got my, my little happy hour drink. Mm-hmm. I just can't do too much because I don't want to mess anything up, you know. Right. But, I'm just in here working on, you know, some stuff, um, uh, playing my music, just creating the vibe. So yeah, that's that's a little bit of what what I like to do, and one of the reasons why I like doing my own thing. But um, I, what was the question again? I'm sorry. <laughs> What's different about Starve the Eagle, Feed the Soul, Eagle, feed and, the soul. and the time you take to put into everything. The time I take to put anything uh, to put to put in it. Uh, what's different about it is kind of like. I would base it off of what the uh, guy said about, you know, when we were on the elevator, um, because it's just diverse. You know, it, everybody, everybody can have a idea of what, you know, Star of the Ego, Feed the Soul is. Um, it's not, it's not a, it's a message type of brand. It's not a branding of and just an organization or just a business Mm -hmm. if you know what I mean like um I don't want to put any other brands out out there like that I mean I don't I don't know but I just know what my brand is like so there are there are there are message brands and I've been struggling with how to explain this to people even myself but there are just like there are message brands brands that tell you to do something and then there are brands that just you know they they just stay they just they just stand there, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like starve the ego, feed the soul is a message. Like it's a, it's a shout out. It's telling you starve the ego, feed the soul, mm. you know, um, kind of like Nike, just do it, you know, just do it. If they just don't have, just do it up there. You know, um, there's this brand called humanized being black, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like that's a message, man. It's telling you, look, humanized mm-hmm. being black. Um, but you know, then there are brands that stand for things like God is dope. You know, it stands for something, but it's not really telling you to do something, if right. you know what I mean. It's so like that's why I feel like mm-hmm. it, that, I just feel like my brand is a um it it is a it commands you, you know, mm-hmm. to to do something. Like when you wear it, like you gotta talk to the people that wear it. You're gonna I saw you order something too. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna feel I you know, you I did. can do the vibe. I'm going to make did. sure I, I, I put a 
video or something up up there. Right, right. And you're gonna feel the difference. Even when you go out and you wear it, like people just do a double take. They'll say you they they like your shirt. Um, but uh last thing I'll say uh, about what makes it different um is one thing that I've noticed is that when people are about to do something or when they do something drastic, they are always wearing my shirt. Yes, <laughs> like, it's a movement. It's, it's a, a movement. movement. Like when they're on when they're on flight, they they mm-hmm. purposely wear my shirt. And then this guy, one of my mentees, he went he went skydiving, and he took pictures and whatnot with my with the white and black star of the eagle feet the soul, and he made a post about. Um, how doing that was feeding his soul. And then you had, I had another person, um, this girl, she had uh, uh, locks for the longest time and she took her locks out. And um, she took her locks out, you know, uh, throw her hair around and she had my shirt on, you know, it was feeding the soul because it was like a transition. You know, I'm doing this Mm -hmm. for me. I'm jumping out the plane for me. I'm cutting my hair Mm -hmm. for me. Um, mm. And then, as far as the time uh, is, or or I'll say like on Sundays, you know, when people are doing self care, when you go get your hair cut, when you go get your nails done, go wash your car, you know, or just sit and read, go on a walk, exercise, anything that you're doing for you, that's when you wear this shirt. And I don't really, th- I can't mm. think of anything else, any other brands that I would wear mm. while doing that. So that's what I think is different. And then the time that, like, I'm sitting in my office right now looking at it, but the time that I go into making it is special. And the reason why I also say the manufacturing is special is uh, because right now I'm able to write on my cards, like the personalized, I'm able to write on them because I'm not getting thousands of orders a week, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm able to slow everything down a little bit and, and put my own personal touch on mm. each shirt and everybody every brand and business cannot say that no. they can't no, say that not at all. they can't <laughs> the owner they can't and the founder you know put it up there and i just i love doing that while i can right now because i know for a fact there will be a time where it's going to blow up and i'm not going to be able to so i'm just enjoying it right now and even when that time that time comes i really 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 um, want to be able to hire um other uh um, black people to mm-hmm. help with the business because that's what yeah, I that's what I sure. do. I build black businesses, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely don't want I don't want to outsource uh, my my products when I can create a system within my house or within a, like sugar like sugar and grace, you know. Yes. Why why sure. can I not be sugar and grace and have a warehouse? You know that's how inspiration works. Yes. Yes. Um, so you know I. I just, you know, that's that that's what that's what makes uh Star the Eagle feed the soul different. You know, what people do while they wear the shirt, what you feel while you wear the shirt, and you know, when it comes to, to the manufacturing, just the personalized touch on it that I that I love nice. to that I love to to have. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's a call to action, it's a movement. Um, it's it's a lot. So you gotta get your shirt so you can feel, you know, so you can feel. The, the star, the ego, feed the soul. Yeah, for sure. And also, uh, for the people who don't know, Sugar and Grace is a Black-owned handmade candle company in Norfolk, Virginia. We'll put their stuff in the show notes. Go spam them so that they can be on the show. Yep, shout out to Erica. <laughs> shout out to Erica. 
<laughs> nice. Um, so you said the brand started in 2017. We kind of knew that you wanted to start the brand because you wanted to do something with this refund that you were getting. So for someone who might be, you know, getting a, a, a chunk of money or might have some money saved and want to really put it to work, um, how did you, what was necessary to kind of start the t-shirt company? Okay, so to start the t-shirt company, um, like I said, my sister had the heat press. Um, so mm -hmm. that was that. Um, but heat presses cost like, uh, 250 to 300, uh, $300 minimum. Mm -hmm. And then I had to buy the silhouette machine, which was $300. I'm sorry, $199. It was, it was, it was $200. And then the vinyl, the vinyl costs like $3 a sheet and the shirts cost like $3 a shirt. So, you know, I just got mm -hmm. samples of them. But uh, my reason for saying that is to price everything. You know, that's, that, that would be the, the first thing. Like find out what you want to do like I knew I have, I knew I I had uh, started the Eagle Pizza Soul. That was my brand. That was my passion. Um, the chunk of money just came at the right time. You know, I planned for that. So the first thing would be to find out what you want to do, um, and that's why self awareness is key. Like really sit down with yourself and tap into. You know, ask yourself those hard questions. What can you see? What are you good at? What are you not good at? What are you What are you passionate about? And then you got to ask, like, that's, there's that question, what am I passionate about but not good at? <laughs> you yeah. know, because you got to be real with yourself sometimes. And then yeah. channel, the, channel the energy. Um, but where, um, so do that self-awareness, uh, find out what it is that you want to do when you're passionate about the impact that you want to make. And then once you come up with that, then price out the items that will help you do that. You know, so mm -hmm. that's what I did. And then after that, you know, people will say um, as far as the LLC and making an official business, I didn't do that at first because mm -hmm. I, I wanted to see whether or not I was, you know, going to stick with it. You know, I thought I was mm -hmm. going to stick with it, which I have, which I which um, is why I did make it an LLC. But um, mm -hmm. at first I didn't know. So I was just doing it. And. Mm -hmm. Um, as far as advertising and marketing, I was just posting on Instagram. Like I said, I was a student at NSU, so that helped me tremendously because my first mm -hmm. order, my first order wasn't even starting to Eagle Feed the Soul. It was a customized mm -hmm. order, you know, and that was, that's another thing I want to say, you know, when you create something or you when you find your craft that you're doing mm -hmm. for your business, you can also end up doing it for other people and bringing in a second source of income. And so mm -hmm. my first big order was like 20 or 30 shorts, uh, shirts for the AKAs and the Alphas. Shout out right. to Alpha. Um, but oh, God. They for the AKAs <laughs> <laughs> and the Alphas. And that paid, that paid everything off, you know? So that's I was, I, it was paid off in a month, you know? So mm -hmm. that's what I would say. You know, you, you're getting this, uh, whether it's tax, everybody getting these stimulus checks. These taxes mm -hmm. rolling in and mm -hmm. um, refund checks. If so, find out where you can invest your money. If it's a business, put it in a business. Some people do stocks. I'm not really a stock person, um, mm -hmm. but, you know, find some way that you can flip that money. And it, it may not get flipped overnight. It may not get flipped um, month after month, but, you know, it can, you, you can invest it. 
Like if you're in school, for example, mm-hmm. a good investment, if you don't have a good laptop, what to be, would be to buy a laptop. You know, it don't have to mm-hmm. be something grand, you know, yeah. make an investment that if it, if it can't flip, it's useful. But I mean, mm-hmm. I would argue that you can flip your laptop because you're doing work you on can. it, right? Yeah. You can sell it, you know, but uh, that's, that's my advice. And so ask me if I, if I didn't answer that specifically, let me know. I think you did. I think you did. Um, And you talked about like in your first month, you're saying that, you know, you got a big order from, you know, the AKAs and the alphas. How did you go about growing your brand and really getting the information of your business out? It seems like you used a little bit of your network, but it takes Mm -hmm. a little bit more than kind of your network as well. Mm -hmm. So when it came to getting my brand out there, I started with my network. You're right. I started with those that were closer to me um, because they were my models. Um, they were the ones that were mostly buying the shirt, uh, reposting, you know, liking, supporting. Uh, but there came a time where, you know, every business has to branch out. And so I went to, it started with uh, my first pop-up shop, actually. Uh, it was at um, BYOB. It's called BYOB. And it stands for Build Your Own you know it was the build your own brand retreat and it was in Atlanta and I went and I I had my table out and I was selling my shirts and I sold so many shirts I was surprised I was mind blown because it was my first pop-up shop yes my first pop-up shop and um I did very well and not Mm -hmm. only did I sell my shirts but I did custom shirts in the hotel room yes what you you were like I'm like paper i'm gonna get this paper. no and that's literally what it was and it changed my <laughs> whole perspective about entrepreneurship and i was like larry if you're capable of doing this like you're doing you know how you have those moments where you like oh i did that you know what i'm saying yes. like, <laughs> that's how I was. like yeah i did it. you belong here boy good job good job that's but, awesome um yeah i'll yield i'll yield back to you <laughs> <laughs> Would you say that was your like aha aha moment? Like I have something here. Like this is. Yes. Let's keep going. Let's keep doing this. Yes, yes, I would definitely say that. Um, because up 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 until that point, it was just um online. You know, a lot a lot of our businesses start online. Uh, mm-hmm. and if we're not if we're not brick and mortar, then it would be just pop up shops. Um, so. Uh, it was I started online. Um, I knew I knew that my videos and my quotes were well did did well. But as far as my mm-hmm. shirt, I was like, eh, because you know, in a in a time where people like flashy stuff and a lot of graphics, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have a lot of flashy stuff and graphics. Yeah. That's why I said like it shouts out at you. You know, right. people see it on far away. Although I will have some coming very soon but um I think that um um I didn't know that it was gonna hit on that level because I was just stuck behind my computer online but when I put my brand out there so people could see it that's why I think a lot of black businesses are exposed um Mm -hmm. or underexposed but when I put my business out there that's when I believed in myself, believed in my brand, and the money started, you know, coming in, um, which is why the Magic Business Pop-Up Shop is so important because 
the exposure is what a lot of us are missing. Like nice. To, um, to the community. And we're going to talk about Mind Your Business in just a second, but I am curious though, one thing that you said on your Instagram was mm -hmm. do that thing that is pressed on your heart, seek counsel to assist, but not to validate the entire vision. But that's not, but that's only if you truly believe it's divine. I can read. Um, how did you go about <laughs> finding your counsel? So that post came from um, being in my self, uh, my self reflection time that I talk about. I was like, you know, that self awareness time when God speaks to you specifically and He tells you something, and mm -hmm. um, you He tell He tells you something, and you have to be very careful of who you go to. Um, and what you are expecting, because mm -hmm. if you're not careful, you will unconsciously want affirmation, you know, for somebody mm -hmm. to sign off on what God has already told you. Um, mm -hmm. Or you could go for advice. You know, like I said, mm -hmm. you, you know, I'm not going to you for you to say yes or no. I'm going to you for you to give me, you know, something that I can't see, something that I may be right. missing. Um mm -hmm. So I'm not coming to you to validate it. <laughs> I'm, just, mm -hmm. I'm just coming to you to, to ask for, you know, a little bit of direction. But as far as counsel, you know, I think that people that, first of all, pray for counsel. Pray that God lead, leads you into wise counsel. Uh, but for me, I'll speak from my perspective. For, from, my, from my perspective, my counsel are my mentors, people that I met at Norfolk State. Um, and that's in that's in business and friendship. Um, but outside of that, you know, I have family. You know, that's that's counsel. Um, so family, friends, and then I have people in business that are that, that are counsel. People that I've met through uh, various occasions, like pop up shops. You know, just mm -hmm. people that I can call. You know, from various businesses that that I know can give me a um, a neutral answer and that I have, still have my best interests at heart. Um, mm. But I think that comes with time and that comes with positioning yourself. I don't want to negate that. It comes with positioning yourself because when I went to Atlanta for BYOB, keep in mind, this is a conference with mm -hmm. thousands of people in attendance. Mm -hmm. And so if you are a, an entrepreneur, you're, you're a business owner, and you attend, and you actually have something worth uh, worth uh, seeing, and your personality is worth mm -hmm. you know you know experiencing. Then people are gonna follow you on Instagram. Mm -hmm. When they follow you on Instagram, um, you're you're gonna end up connecting. You know, you're gonna network some more, mm -hmm. speak some more, and then boom, that's the project. You know, so mm -hmm. I think that you know not only with projects, but again, just counsel. Just literally counsel. Mm -hmm. I remember being in Atlanta at BYOB. That's crazy you brought that up. Being in mm -hmm. Atlanta at BYOB, that was, I was, you know, just young, start, just started my business and just mm -hmm. wanted to be there. You know, you just gotta, you just have to want to be in the room when you're looking for right. counsel and you yeah, have to be good. willing to be counseled. And so I was mm -hmm. just in the room and the guy, he was, he was taking pictures of these two girls and they were building content. And he was like, come here, let me show you how to build content. He was like, sit right here real quick. And I sat right there and uh, we switched and I started taking pictures of him. 
and never heard of building content, none of that <laughs> until that moment. Turned uh-huh. around, him and the girl bought two shirts. They're on my Instagram, actually. Uh-huh. Done talk and watch me. They bought two shirts, and I still uh-huh. talk to him through Instagram um, to this day. And so awesome. while I may not have reached out to him for counsel, per se, that is somebody that I know I can't get counsel from. And he, cause he's, he's already showed me something in person. He don't know nothing, didn't know nothing about me. Come here, right. look, come here, young buck. Let me show you. How to do <laughs> you know, so young it's, buck. it's things like that, you know, um, people, people that you, you just have to get yourself in front of sometimes. Um, or mm-hmm. just around, you know, so rooms, conferences, even clubhouse sometimes, you know, that, that's just good. So if I could, if somebody asked me, how do you find, how, how, how do I find counsel in my field of study or my craft? I would definitely say, look up uh, conferences, go to mm-hmm. um, pop-up shop, um, clubhouse. I know clubhouse, a lot of people don't know about, uh, maybe iffy about, but I found some people in clubhouse. Just be, just beware of of any type of counsel. You know, right. beware. You have right. your churches, you know, your pastor, um, counsel. So definitely start with prayer, though. That's that's what I would say. Mm, that's good. I like to start with prayer, um, and it's also positioning yourself. You know, you yeah. like when you're start when we're starting a business, when we're doing anything. You, you can't just kind of wait on the sidelines and expect for something to happen. Sometimes mm-hmm. you got to put yourself in the position for something to happen. Um, so definitely love that and love the prayer time. You even mentioned um, in your quiet time, kind of that quote that I just uh, said a little bit earlier, that was something that came to you, right? In your mm-hmm. quiet time. If I remember correctly, I read a lot of Instagram posts, but Mind Your Biz was also something that came kind of during that quiet time or like just came into your mind. How did that start? Mind Your Biz came um, with, so I'm, I'm one of the co-founders is, or one of the founders is me and uh, Robert Garris. Mm-hmm. Robert Garris, he's from DC. He's actually in New York uh, because he is um, a uh, dancer, performer, um, actor, so he wants to be on Broadway. He's um, going to Broadway, you know. He and he has this brand called This Black Brand, um, and you know his main shirt is This Black Boy is Going to Broadway, and his mm-hmm. shirts are customizable. So you know, I got one that says This Black Boy is Graduating when I was about to graduate. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get one that says uh, This Black Girl Owns Banks and Commentary. You know. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, it, it, it's customizable. But I say that to say he had that idea. He had his shirt idea. And we met at Norfolk State. He went to Norfolk State. I went to Norfolk State. We, he had his shirt idea. And he came, he hit me up on Instagram, said, Larry, I got this shirt idea. Can you help me flesh it out? I said, sure, come over. He came over. He sat in the living room. He was fle- we were fleshing the idea out. And like I said, at that time, it's wow. At that time. I was making my custom shirt. So okay. the way that all of it just happened. Um, so I had my heat press, just had it. Um, so after the order with, you know, the Greeks and whatnot, here comes Rob. And we're sitting in the, we're sitting in the living room and uh, we're just like, I wonder how we could sell our shirt. You know,
know, because now I have my t-shirt brand and he has his t-shirt brand. And we were like, man, it, it would it would surely be good if we could have a spot to, sh- to sell our shirts at. Mm-hmm. And then we started thinking of spots and, and just, you know, just talking out loud. And then we were like, man, it would be good if we had a spot for everybody. <laughs> for everybody to sell their shirts and mm-hmm. or sell their products. And then he was like, yeah, you know what? Because it's not really, you don't really see that. And it's a lot of, you know, Black businesses that um, we just don't know them because there's, you know, there's nothing to show them. And then we just right, literally right. just started talking and talking. And then I think it just came up with, well, what would we call it? That's where you, that's when you know you're about to have something. Whenever you're yeah. about to name it, it's like, uh-oh, here we go. But um, <laughs> we were like, so what would we call it? And we were just like, oh, well, what are we? I'm, I'm always a technical. I'm the technical guy. But if you ever meet, well, when you meet Rob, I'm sure you probably will sometime, but he is like the dreamer and I'm a dreamer as well, but I'm more so mm-hmm. technical. <laughs> okay. So he's like, he's like, uh, well, what would we call it? And I'm like, well, what are we doing while we're there? Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, <laughs> we're just minding our business. <laughs> and you're like, there you go. That's yeah, the name. We're like, we're just and then tag 757. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because we're in 757. Yep. So it was like, yeah, we was like, mind job. Let's do yeah, you know, because it's not your, we want to add like, because I, I was like, well, how can we keep it, you know, culture? How, how can people mm. know that it's us? <laughs> you know, just adding the slang, mind your business. You know, and then you got uh, Will Smith, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. You know, I don't know if you, you remember that, that scene where he's with Ashley and she's like, mind your business, just mind your business. <laughs> So there's that, um, but that's that's the like the 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 main you know story behind it. And then we got you know our friends to help back it and to help support it. You know Ebony Love Indigo, um, and then we had our we had our first event. You know made some connections to get the venue, um, and had had the news come out. Uh, because it was on Juneteenth, you know, I forgot to mention oh, that. That's Juneteenth. Awesome. That's good. Yep, it was on yeah. Juneteenth. We were established June 19th, 2019. And, mm. Oh, that's um, perfect. Yep, so because we wanted to, we wanted to continue with the idea of freedom, celebrating mm. Black economic freedom, not just physical, mm. but um, economic as well. So, you know, when you step into the pop up shop, you know, we, we've had, we've had eight, we have some great news coming up. Great, great, great news in April. That's why I asked, when is this dropping? Because I want to know, what should I say? But <laughs> the information still won't be released yet. So definitely follow us on Instagram. But we have some great news popping up. We've dealt with, you know, I can I can say over 100 businesses, definitely. That's awesome. Um, had thousands of visitors. So the money has been flowing. Like I already said, Sugar and Grace Erica has uh, mm-hmm. opened up her own spot. We've had people that have, came to our pop-up shop and then ended up getting their products in a store, you know, somewhere mm. just by somebody coming and networking. You know, that's why I say, awesome. just put yourself in the room. And I forgot Out to there, say, yes. I forgot to say one thing that, um, that can counsel you are books and mm. videos. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to forget about that because reading and mm. reading and watching videos, um, listening to podcasts, you know, mm-hmm. things like that really, 
really, really helped, really helped. Probably in, in a way that, you know, we we fail to realize because a lot of information are stuck in books, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to say that. That's awesome. That's awesome. I stay on YouTube at university. That, yeah. That, mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll get you that right. That's my thing. Um, and can you talk a little bit more? You said you, you made like some connections to get the venue and things like that. And this has been running for uh, coming up on uh, two, two, three years. Yep. Two years, two 19, years. 20, 21, yep. Yeah, yeah, I can count. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, messing, I'm messing with you because I had it wrong the first time. Yeah, so two years. And um, so how were you, how did that look to, to set up your first event and host the first event? Well, my first event was um, actually Bananas. It was a. It was <laughs> like preparing for. It went great. The event went great, but the day before, the day before the event, um, it was about to rain, and the event was outside. An outside event in Norfolk. It was at the venue on Thirty Fifth. We had printed out the flyers. Like I said, we had the news. Everybody saying the event, the event is in Norfolk, and the day of or the, I think it was the, the day before we had mm-hmm. to switch it because um the we, we just didn't trust the rain so mm-hmm. Rob like I said he was uh he dances and so he had a dance studio that he worked at and so the lady ended up allowing us to rent out the dance studio wow. so we switched it to the dance studio. We had to take all the chairs and everything. Um, oh, dance studio set up. Um, so that's how that went. And, you know, the positive in all of that was the uh, turnout. The turnout was amazing. Um, it, 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 was, it, was, it was like it was, like it was, it was supposed to be there the whole time. You know, I'm just glad the message got out. But outside of that, preparing for the event, um, it 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 looked like just driving down. You know, we we when we came up with the idea to have the event, we sat down and we mm-hmm. thought of places that we could have the event. Um, mm-hmm. I I grew grew up in Virginia Beach, so I'm definitely aware of the 757 area. Um, and mm-hmm. so I just started to imagine and visualize all the places that I had been that would mm-hmm. fit what we were looking for. And so we came up, I, I remember, I had remember going to this open mic spot called The Venue at, uh, on 35th Street. And I went, we went, talked to the owner. The owner said, I think it's a great idea. Let's have it. Um, so we connected with him. Um, and like I said, the news came out um, and that fell through. Like I said, Rob had the back end because uh, he had the connections with the dance studio. And so we had, on one hand, we had the venue on 35th, understanding that, look, we want this spot, but if it rains, you know, we're gonna go with the dance studio. We had the dance studio saying, look, if it don't rain, we're gonna go with the venue. Right. Just having right. that relationship, you know, that 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 was good. So mm-hmm. um, we dropped the venue, just went with the dance studio. It didn't even end up raining. It didn't even no. end up raining. Hurts a living in Virginia, but 
Um, it was amazing. The turnout was amazing. The uh, uh, we got you know a lot of footage. You know, people pulled off from the side of the street because it was out there in Greenbrier's area on the right, corner. Right. So, you know, it was it was it was just phenomenal. A lot of Northwood State students turned out. Um, people from the community, and just a lot of the money was flowing. You know, that's that's what it's about. That's good. The money flowing because. Statistics say the money only flows for six hours in our community, and that's a problem. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Compared for to sure. days and months that yes. it should be in years. So uh, that's how the event turned out. You know, uh, shout out to the volunteers. You know, we had a lot of volunteers to help put it on. Um, but that was the first one. And then once we had that first one, we couldn't stop having them because people asked us when the next one was going to be because that one that's was so dope. good. And so That's we didn't dope. plan on being where we are now, for real, for real, from the first one. We just ended up here. And since that one, we were like, we could just keep going. And so, yeah, keep going. Well, if the demand is there, you know, you got to keep it moving. Got to exactly. keep it moving. So our, our, yeah. our end goal is to travel. You know, we, we are a traveling um, pop-up shop. We, we, we put on pop-up shops in your city, you know, and Man. bring all the... And to bring all the black businesses out that you didn't think existed and bring them in front of your face. Like, look, here you Boom. go. That's yep. awesome. And whenever you uh, want to come to the DMV, we can get that set up too. Hey, to, look, to DC. Whenever you want to come to DC, DC, we can make sure that's set up. <laughs> and y'all got love, some place to stay. So y'all good. I would, oh, I would love DC. <laughs> I got you. I already got you. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You already, you always said a thing. You always said a thing. Perfect. Nice, nice. And you talked about kind of the money was flowing. You were saying mm -hmm. at, it, it, it was where the man was there. It was where it needed to be. Mm -hmm. um, and I know in that you're probably thinking, you know, like, what is going on? Like, how do we keep doing this? Whatever. Um, so I want to go into kind of like your purpose and, and motivation for doing mm -hmm. things and doing what it is that you're currently doing with uh, Mind Your Biz and also um, with Starve the Ego, Feed the Soul. Mm. I'm going to read your Instagram post again. I'm, I'm, I'm going to put on my anchor voice for this one. So you, post, <laughs> you posted about year 25. This is last year. You said, I channel the energy and live it abundantly into the utmost, finding more appreciation in the present and being more intentional about the time that I do have. So how do you live intentionally um, in year 25 and also now? Um, and also happy belated birthday. Your birthday was the 11th of March. Yep, March 11th, yes. Yep, yep. So um, you, how are you, you living intentionally? So um, 25, 25 for me was a year of recovery um, because my dad had passed away. And uh, it was just a lot of loss, you know, it seemed like with the pandemic and then just the change in the world in itself. Just a lot for me, for me, <laughs> you know? So I was in recovery mode and and not only recovery mode, but my head was in the clouds. Um, mm -hmm. Because like I said, I do, I'm a visionary, you know, I'm a mm -hmm. dreamer. And I just feel like, you know, that's God, God was just really, really speaking to me all last year. Um, and so when, I say be intentional, um, it coming down from the clouds, 
and putting your feet, putting my feet on the ground. From you know, like I said, for me, because I will literally um, just think, just think, mm -hmm. will think yeah. all day, spend all day in my head. Um, mm -hmm. But there comes a time. I feel like there's a information stage and there's an execution mm -hmm. stage. And I think 25 was full of information, like I said, recovery, full of healing, full of affirming, like God mm -hmm. affirming me so that, and, and feeding my soul. 25 was feeding my soul so that when I am in 26 now, I don't need to come to you for affirmation. Love you to death. Love, love the fact that you um, affirm me, but it doesn't ride off whether or not you do or not because God has already affirmed during my, when my head was in the clouds, you know, and I was by yeah. myself, I was in my self-reflection um, time and, and, and getting that self-awareness, finding out who I really was and what I was capable of. Mm -hmm. And so now that we're in, in, in being intentional about it, it, okay, what did you, and you may have said this, Leah, you said call to action. I wrote that. Um, what's the call to action now? You know, you mm -hmm. just spent, you didn't, you didn't spend mm -hmm. time, but what is the call to action now? How are you going to be intentional um, about this life that you have? And mm -hmm. let me also say that one of the reasons why I said intentional um, is because of how fragile life seems to be now. You know, it seems like it just be going just like that. Well, not seems because it can. Mm -hmm. It just seems like it's just happening very rapidly um, to people that are close in our circle. Um, mm -hmm. And so when I say live life intentionally, like the stuff that I used to do, like the childish stuff, that 25 year old stuff, you know, that you know you can get away <laughs> with. The 24 year old stuff, no boy. It's time to be, you know, more intentional about it because you can't, mm -hmm. I can't, I can't go back to my dad for advice like I used to, mm -hmm. you know, so my mm -hmm. steps have to be a little bit more intentional. You know, I got to think twice about it because I don't have a lot of people being able to back me up, you know, mm -hmm. and, and I'm not just making it about my dad, but just in general, you know, just being a man, um, being in transition, you know, mm -hmm. not just being a man, but growing up, you just want mm -hmm. to be more direct and when I say intentional, I mean like drive, like drive, you know, you drive, yeah. you fly. Don't sit yeah. in the passenger seat of your own whip. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> unless God is driving it, you know, God, yeah. unless God is driving. It depends on how you, who you ask because of perspectives and all of that. Some people say God is on top of the car and you driving mm. it. Some people say God is driving it and you in the passenger Whatever you say yeah. Yeah. You are God, but if you driving that car, you know, drive. Mm. You know that's so. That's what intentional is for me. I remember, I remember um, saying at one point that one of the because you asked about like passion, mm. where does passion come from? And I mm. I remember one thing I don't like, and I still can't get mm. myself to go, is the zoo. <laughs> the zoo. <laughs> the zoo. <laughs> Because when I go to the zoo, I feel sorry for the animals. I'm really feel yeah, sorry for the animals. I um, can see that. Although, you know, I'm not a I'm not a vegetarian, I'm not a vegan, but I still feel mm -hmm. sorry for the animals in the zoo. Yes. Um, but mainly the eagles because I was I was at I was in Norfolk Zoo and I saw mm -hmm. the eagles one time. The uh, most when the lions, 
I play. I play. I play. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're going to bring this full circle. I know you are. You are funny. <laughs> you are funny. Um, well, I was about to say the Lions, too. But the Eagles, um, the Eagles and the Lions, you know, just the Eagles, the Lions, I think maybe the giraffes, but animals and species that I knew were kings and leaders mm-hmm. of some sort, but in a cage. And they just ate. Oh, my gosh. Those big apes in the cage. And I was mm-hmm. like, wow, man. And mm-hmm. from that point, you know, I, I started to see two things. I said, you know, to to one lion or to one eagle, they are in security and safety. Mm. And then mm. to the other, it's slavery. It's pure yes. drudgery. Um, yeah. And so I was like, you know, that is the perfect explanation. That's the perfect metaphor for me. Um, mm. I want to, the impact that I want to leave is I want to shake the cage. You know, I want to wake mm, you up. You know, that's I want good. to let you know that you know, you can be if if you if you want to be safe and secure in the cage, and you can be safe and secure in the cage, but just know that that's not who you are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's who you're yeah. being made to believe that you are. And you know, some people mm-hmm. some people die in the cage. You know, yeah. sadly, the people some people really believe. You know, I feel like the cage is made made up of uh, preconceived notions about yourself or things you believe in the past, you know, projections that your parents Mm -hmm. or family or friends, society has put on you, whether or not you were a single parent or didn't graduate or, you know, Mm -hmm. had a child or didn't get married, like lost the job, Mm -hmm. whatever, all these bars, and they just try to box you in, but it's like, you don't know, you, and and this, this could be where my spirituality and my church background kicks in, but no, I'm more than a conqueror, you know, and it's not right, just just me, but it's he who is within me. Right, come <laughs> you know, on, come that's on. That's greater than he that is in the world. And so that's that's mm-hmm. what I feel like, you know, why my passion is the way that it is. Like it goes back to my dad affirming me like, no, son, do what you want to do. And so it's like, no, no, don't, don't live in the cage. You know, I'm coming to shake mm-hmm. the cage. Don't put all your words. And this one person, you know, don't put all mm-hmm. your worth in these material things. Don't give your heart to all these uh, temporary, um, mm-hmm. these temporary broken vessels, you know, that you think are going to serve you. You know, those are just cage mentalities. Thinking that, mm-hmm. uh, like, having that heart and that desire, that vision for entrepreneurship. But because mm-hmm. your family and your friends are living in the cage, you feel like the cage is necessary and best for you. But what if you were called for, you know, freedom? I was about to say, you know, the land. But what if, what if, what if you're called for freedom? You know, what if you're called to be outside the, the, the cage? So that's where my passion yeah. comes from. That's all the call to action, like you say. Wake up, that's you awesome. know. Yeah, yeah. At some point, you have like for me one thing that I I realized too. Um, you know, in, in the last couple of years, just being out of college and like, you know, working and, and all those things, at some point you have to um, be responsible for 
your own life, your own destiny, your own purpose. And you can't really rely on, like you're saying, you can't rely on other people to kind of validate that for you. You have to go about it, whether mm-hmm. they want to come or not, you be about your business and you move it forward, period. <laughs> it's going to be it's gonna <laughs> you at the end of the day. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Especially if you like, and I always say God, God only gave, God only spoke to Mary, you know, when he mm-hmm. said he was going to have Jesus. He um when she was gonna have Jesus, he only he only spoke to her, nobody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. so she was the only one that had that vision of bringing in this this world changer, this world saver. And so you can't really expect, you know, thinking about that, you can't really expect everybody to understand and to come along with. Mm-hmm. And it has been, you know, you know, given to you. They'll find out. Yeah, sooner find. or later. Sooner <laughs> or later, you know, when they're supposed to. Yeah. Um, so speaking of that, what what makes you feel alive? You you talked about this question on your Instagram, but I want mm-hmm. I want people to hear your answer to this. So what makes you feel most alive? There are two things that make me feel most alive. And mm-hmm. I saw this question and it made me think about it. But mm-hmm. the first thing that makes me feel alive is when I'm in that pop-up shop setting and when I see the fruit of my labor um, and I just see people smiling. And like I said, the money is flowing and love is flowing and joy. Like you just feel community. Like I can mm-hmm. see it. I can literally see <laughs> it, you know? And it just makes, it just, it, it, can, it really, it's like, okay, this is where I want to be. Which is why I go for the pop-up shop so hard, you know? Cause I know mm-hmm. if I feel that as the founder, then I know other people feel right, that way sure. as well um because they share it uh but that's that's um uh, one thing but not just you know the pop-up shop but instances like that where i'm around love and i'm around family and i'm around um um when i say success i mean like i said the fruit the the fruit of my labor you know seeing how everything that you've worked on what it looks like when it's done when you've stuck it out um, but mm-hmm. family, family makes me feel most alive, you know, where that's things cool. that make my heart beat faster or make me feel warm inside, that's what makes me feel most alive. Um, doing risky things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta feel, elaborate on that one. People are gonna be like, things? do oh, it. No. The state's gonna be like, do it, risky things. Oh, what? Jumping out the plane, you know, <laughs> jumping out plane. Adventure. You know? <laughs> adventure, yeah. Adventures <laughs> and journeys and whatnot. Yep. And um that's so that's one thing. And then the second thing is when I slow my life down and I just mm. I stand, I close my eyes, I just breathe. Um, I may uh like go to the beach and just walk on the sand. Um, but just really focusing on uh, the small details in life and feeling like, but just literally feeling life flow through you, mm-hmm. you know, when, when you look at the wind or it's just a, you know, a way of thinking um, that, that makes me feel most alive. Like when you look at your, I mean, I don't know about anybody else, but I think of my hands and how my hands mm-hmm. resemble, you know, the plants, you know, mm-hmm. and, and then I think about how when we pass away, um, our bodies turn into dust, you know, mm-hmm. our bodies turn back into dust, they turn back into dirt, 
that fertilize the fertilized seeds that turn into flowers that turn into plants that turn into trees you know and the cycle just it, it, it continues, you know? So that's what makes me feel alive, you know, just being around that's life, awesome. my plants, yeah. you know, that's especially awesome. with a lot of people passing away. That's one thing that I found that I yeah. unconsciously even did. It's just mm-hmm. like, I just, I just, just to water something every day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, outside of me growing in my house, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, there's, there's um, some plants growing, you know, reminding me to continue to grow and, you know, there's still life. So yeah, yeah, I'm glad you asked me that. That's a good reminder. Um, that That's good. I change my plants pot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my plants. And even even you talked about you know uh, watching your something outside of you grow with your mm-hmm. plants, but you're seeing this in your businesses too. When you when you talked about what's making you feel most alive, and you saying your community when you're 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 having your pop up shops, like you're yeah. seeing you know, these, these seeds that you planted, um, you know, two, three years ago now coming to fruition. So it's like, you're still watching something grow. So that's wow. awesome. <laughs> I didn't even think about it like that. Thank you. You know, we right, you here, we right here, we right here. Every now and again, something <laughs> comes. <laughs> Um, but what about you also talk a lot about the water in your post and you you liking the water liking being next to the water so what about that really makes you feel alive wow what a great question about water um (laughs) water is it's a very I have a very uh interesting relationship I feel like because my mom was always trying to save me from water because she couldn't she couldn't swim and couldn't stand the thought of me drowning and, you know, her not being able to, my dad didn't really know how to swim either. But so there was that, that fear of water. I eventually learned how to swim, but there was that fear of water. Um, and just that perspective of water being something that can potentially kill you and drown you. Um, but then water is, you know, the source, the source of life. And then not only that, but water flows, you know, and, and, it's never ending and never stops. And even if it seems still underneath the surface, it's always moving. And I think that is what I love about the water. That's what inspires me the most is the fact that it can, it, it, it's, it's a source of life. Um, and when you look at it, it just reminds you to constantly flow, you know, just to constantly flow, no matter uh, what's around, no matter what's in, no matter what's in you. Because, you know, the ocean, the water is full of many things, but just continue to flow. And then eventually, wow, God has given, God has given this to me on the spot. Eventually, the trash will wash up, wash up ashore. Wow. wow, eventually everything that's not in the ocean and the water will wash up for sure. All you have to do is just keep flowing. Yep. Keep that's what I love flowing. about the water. Yeah. yeah. And you know, a lot a lot of things can't stop water. It's liquid, mm-hmm. you know, it just mm-hmm. you know, yeah. So when when I look out, like in the mornings when I look out, um look at, look out into the water, that's what I see. I just see, you know, calm, serene. And you know, when I when I believe I'm stagnant. 
Um, I think water is like representation of my mind. Like you look at me and you may think I'm not thinking, but deep down I'm flowing, you know? Yeah, but, that's good. Um, water, water is definitely, you know, something that I look to for inspiration, just like the sun, you know? Yeah, that's I think, good. I mean, opposed sometimes I think I'm the sun and sometimes I think I'm the water. <laughs> um, but, you know, then I realize I'm both. Yeah. I'm both. You're You're both. Sunny, water. You are as well. That's good. That's good. Thank you. I appreciate that. I take it. I receive it. Because, <laughs> you know, people, yeah. people need life. Water. Yeah, that's what it is. Just life. It's right. Whenever you speak, you're giving out water. Yeah, that's it's good. That's good. Here. And before we wrap up today's uh, episode in this conversation, because it's been such a great and inspiring conversation. I feel like we've been vibing here, a little bit of the starving <laughs> ego feeding the soul going on. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to ask the last two questions that I ask everybody that comes on the show. And the first question is, what's the best piece of business advice that you never received? So not that you ever received, that you never received. That I never received. I was definitely waiting for you to say ever received too. I was about to say, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and take your never, time and think about it. Yeah, never received. I will say to allow yourself to grow and to transition and change your brand um, and your, your business. Uh, because I think that we start, we may start our business a certain way and mm -hmm. think that just because we started it like that, it has to continue like that. Like we start with a logo and we, we just gotta continue with that logo. Um, but no, let yourself change and not just business. I can make it about you know, just life in general, just allow your vision and your mm -hmm. plans to change because mm -hmm. life changes in the blink yeah. of a second. God will give you a different instruction and a different plan um, because, you know, a lot of times he's just trying to get you to listen in the first place. Mm -hmm. But just allow your visions, your plans, your, um, the, the, these five and 10 year, 10 year plans that we have let that be goal, you know, let it be a guide, but don't let it be your soul. Don't let it be everything. Don't let right. it be everything because it can change. And it might be best if some things yeah. change. Exactly. Some people change. So. Exactly. People change, <laughs> you know, and, and yeah, you, and it's just, it's just going with the, uh, going with the flow, you know, that's, that's what, that, that's, that's where the water comes in. Yeah. You got to allow yourself to change. You got to allow yourself to change direction. Um, be fluid. Stay, 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 uh, yeah, stay fluid. Um, but, but still have an impact, you know? That's good. That's good. So what's next for you? You mentioned something in April. I don't know if you can drop that right now, but what's next for you and your businesses? Um, in April, yeah, we have a pop-up shop coming up. I can say that. We're, we're starting Ooh. back with our pop-up shop. But after, outside of that, what's next for me? Uh, we're going into the second quarter. Um, mm -hmm. So I have I have two books that are probably 75% done each. Hey. I've just, just been holding, you know, and I really need to just 
like you know, my call to action. You know, I just need to, I just need to launch them. But it's gonna be the third quarter. My third. So what's next for me for the third quarter is starting the pop up shops back up and mm-hmm. producing these two books. That's as far good. as Starve the Ego, Feed the Soul, this is gonna be more um, shirt designs and so forth. But really, my focus is gonna be on the book and the pop up shop. Because Star the Eagle Feet the Soul was, uh, I took on that in the first quarter. We're going to be on the lookout about what's happening, where y'all going to be for the pop-up shop, the two books that are coming out. So we're, I'll make sure we keep, keep track of you on the, on the, on our social media and also on our podcast. So thank you so much, Larry, for being on the show. For you, those of you who don't know, Larry is actually my cousin. He was joking in the beginning, but he is actually my cousin. Um, <laughs> but thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. And thank you for having me. Thank you for reaching out. Thank you for the role that you are playing in our community and with entrepreneurs and business thank you thank you thank you and much love and um support and and prosperity to banks and commentary thank you so much we receive it over here we receive it all right y'all so i had such a great time catching up and just having this conversation with larry and of course i have those top 10 tips for you today so the first tip is when coming into a nice chunk of change it's okay to make memories but also try to invest that money into something that will generate income for you the second tip is when pursuing a new path ask yourself is this what god wants for me to do Or am I following a trend? In all things, make sure you're cherishing your heart. Tip three is to enjoy the season you're in right now and make the most of that season. Tip four is when starting a brand, business, or project, first figure out what you're passionate about. Then figure out the impact you'd like to make, then plan a budget to make it happen. Number six is when growing your brand, start first with your network. Number seven is if you have an online-based business, take advantage of meetups and pop-up shops to increase your brand's exposure. Tip eight is pray for counsel and pray that God leads you into wise counsel. Counsel also goes with positioning yourself to find those people who can help and mentor you. Number nine is be about your business and surround yourself with people who are like-minded and will continue to push and encourage your vision. The last and final tip for season two is take time for self-reflection and figure out who you are and what you're capable of. Anyway, join us back in two weeks on April 19th. We will be launching the first episode of season three. So we're excited. We got some wonderful things in store for you. So let's go ahead and close it out and I'll see you in two weeks.